0: Welcome to the Ooh, yeah. The beast is awake. orange, black, and white Cause when the jungle come alive who day, day we ignite Cincinnati, we gon' rise in, in the jungle, we unite Dripping orange and black and white Who day when we fight Live and die in the streets Now yeah, it Go. a Every, is a feast Time to bust it off the leash In the jungle, dripping I can start the city streets, east side, stand up, West side, stand up. If you weapon, who they time to put your hands up. Dingle stripes, we in it. New day, new age, yeah, we get it. Cincinnati, jungle, fit it. Who they in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. Earn our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle, drippin', nasty natty. Yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd, get the city loud, yeah, we feastin' now. In the jungle we unite. Stripes, drippin' orange, black and white, all day when we fight, live they die in these stripes. Stripes, now who got to move lockin' on? Stripes, now who wanna move usin' on? Stripes, now who wanna move on? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock 'em. Yeah we got 'em, yeah we follow, like that black and orange follow
1: To the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Ice Man, Jeff Trunafil, and as always, I bring you sports from a West Side point of view, right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Jackpot Joey Burrow, the AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, to be a favorite, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are killing it. I'm up to 1,542 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors about Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm trying to get to 2,000 subscribers, hopefully by the time football season rolls around. So, if you're watching on Twitter or you're watching on Facebook and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, what are you waiting on? Go to the the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notification that every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So, if you'd like to support what I'm doing or make sure that you have a, a very pressing question for whitney that she has to answer give me a super chat i would greatly appreciate it and as always i've come to you live from the ice game the ice game is brought to you by t properties t properties quality housing for quality people check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs all right guys it's the off season and everybody knows that we like women who who know their football and if you've ever watched tiger's talk you, if you have it, you should definitely check it out because these girls know their football and they know their Bengals and they love their Bengals. So I got one of the girls from there. She's one of my favorite ones. She's Whitney. What's hey. up, Whitney? What's
0: going what on? What's
1: up? <laughs> How are you? Good. How's everybody doing? <laughs> good, I'm good. I'm just trying not to uh, choke on my water here.
2: <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good start. <laughs> yeah. So how's uh, Sunday, how's sunny Florida? sunny and beautiful it looks like it look look, i
1: got i got sun behind me see it's sunny back there sort of yeah
2: yeah yeah. i've missed everybody i haven't been on air in a long time i've been talking bingles in a long time so this is nice yeah Yeah. you guys
1: got a, a a pod coming up soon don't you were you talking about that before
2: yeah on wednesday Wednesday, at eight o'clock. <laughs> the girls are back together. I've missed them. <laughs> the girls
1: are back in town. Yeah. So <laughs> Sorry, I got this tickle in my throat. It just won't go away. <laughs> all right. So we're in the offseason now. And it's kind of like I don't know what to do because we had this whole big rush. You know, we had the longest season, literally the longest season in NFL history. And the Bengals and the Rams are the only two to one through at 21 games. And then I'm like, all right. We got in the free agency. We went down and dirty, got a free agency. The Bengals fixed the offense line. And now it's we got three weeks to the draft. And one only thing I love with is we're at 31, and they can do whatever the hell they want. They don't have to go what? draft for anybody. They can go draft the best player available.
2: Yeah, we're living that uh, BPA life right now, and I'm all about it. You know, I've never been one to follow the draft super closely because I don't follow college to be quite honest. So I don't do deep dives on anybody till we grab them, really. Right. Um, except for the last couple of years when we were picking really high, I was interested. But other than that, I don't um but this year, I'm really just like BPA it. You know, I so I'm not exactly. hung up on any particular person. I know we still have some needs for depth and for corner and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, I'm just like go get the best dude available when our number's called so
1: exactly Now i gotta i gotta i have to do my, my little uh buddy here crip here he uh he said i don't know about you guys but uh last night was awesome seeing pat mcafee getting his ass kicked by Vince. McMahon. man was awesome just awesome now i don't know if you watched if you're a wrestling fan at all whitney somehow i don't that's know. jerry
2: that's jerry jerry's, jerry's okay
1: Cause I, I was watching i was watching wrestlemania last night yes watching mcafee uh, performing there, what was awful lot of fun, and I wonder if he's still upset about the uh, Bengals not having a practice faci- or indoor practice facility. Which uh, did you hear? That yeah. Katie, Lockburn, Katie actually said it that, that they're actively looking for an indoor practice facility. So I mean, this ain't the same old Bengals like we keep like we've been saying for the last two years, three years.
2: Nope, I know it's it's a whole new whole new ball game, and anything goes, and uh, it's obvious that they're invested. Not just in the future, but in right now, um, and so hell yeah, I'm excited about that. I've been asking for a long time to please, please, please. When we do build one, name it like the Pat McAfee practice <laughs> facility. Please, for the love of God, have him at the ribbon cutting. Please, for the love of God, I'm just so sick of hearing him talk about it.
1: That that is a great idea. I, I think we should definitely definitely do that. Well, you know, you know, everybody watches the strawberry Show, right? so I know Pat's watching right now. So Pat. Whatever happens, I know you you you're gonna be invited for the ribbon cutting ceremony. Now, one thing I'm hoping that they'll do that they haven't this wasn't mentioned. This is just me. I'm hoping they also get a Bengals Hall of Fame. That's the next thing I would like. You know, to, after we get the the practice facility, I think it'd be cool to have a Bengals Hall of Fame because we got the we got the Ring of Honor and everything. And, but there's other players that we can have. I wouldn't say in the Hall of Fame, but just, just stuff, stories of, of all the history of the Bengals, all the history of, of the 70s and how good the action, the teams, there were some good teams in the 70s. They just didn't have 500 teams make the playoffs like they do this year, which I know it's not 500, it's kind of exaggerating a little bit. But we did have some pretty good teams in the early 70s that rolled into the Super Bowl uh, team of, of 1981. That's the decade I would like people to actually remember because it's not as bad as people think it is, you know, me, I'll hold your hand. I'm a seventies baby. So I, 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 re- I don't remember it, but I remember enough of it.
2: Yeah. You know, that's a great point. And I think right now is the perfect time to start moving in that direction because truly part of the Joe Burrow effect, which is a very real thing. Um, and the run that we had this past season, we're going to have fans, new fans. We have a lot of new fans that we brought on this year and the year before, a lot of LSU uh, people and Louisiana people, of course. But then just by and large, I think there's a lot of people that are really big fans of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and then kind of what we're doing. And so the part of that that I really love is I think we have one of the best origin stories in the Mm -hmm. NFL. And a lot of people aren't educated on that Fans that's been our fans for a while. I don't think there's enough emphasis put on it. And I don't hear people talk about it as much as I feel like they should. I was like in tears when we unveiled our new uniforms and Paul Brown's signature was right there. That was awesome. I love that. On their back, you know, like and hidden. So it wasn't like flaunting it. It was like. Paul Brown all the way.
1: It, yeah, yes. it's Paul Brown. He, he does not yes. flashy
2: stuff. He's the godfather of modern football. Like the, mm-hmm. what he's contributed, what he contributed to the sport is insane. Like the sport wouldn't look anything like it does really right now without him. So I think between him and the legacy he's left and the origin story of how we were created and what a, the most petty, petty stuff ever with the Cleveland Browns, like middle finger up everywhere Mm -hmm. in our origin story and then yeah to your point we had some really great teams in in the past and so it would be nice now to capitalize on the fact we have this large influx of new fans to do something that pays more homage to that and educates people on it because there's a lot to be proud of beyond just the best helmet in the NFL. And oh, the thank
0: little, you. Oh, I,
2: I, cards, you know? I, I I've said great. that
1: since since 1981. I'm like, we've got the coolest helmet around because we're the only one that wraps around the whole helmet. We're not. It's not dumb looking like the squealers where they can't even figure out or, or not smart enough to figure out you got to put a sticker on both sides of the helmet. They only have one side, which just my weird. favorite
2: helmet right now in terms of favorite bad mm-hmm. is when the Browns debuted that helmet this year that looked like someone just took a sharpie to it. <laughs>
1: Right, right. It's like, what the hell was that? So he paid paid yeah. you to come up with that idea, like seriously.
2: I know <laughs> who was in that design meeting. I want to know. They were obviously drunk. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, we get a lot of fans because now of Joe Burrow, and because you know, some people, especially kids, will pick things like, oh, those uniforms are cool, or oh, that helmet's cool, or I like tigers or whatever. But we have such a rich history and such a great legacy and, um, and stuff. So it would be great. I'm, I'm totally with you, Jeff. I think we should.
1: Exactly. Now Dale's got a question here. I'm been to to think about this while he put it there. He said, give me the next four Ram honor. I do think there might be two, which I think they're going to do, do two a year. I, I'm with you on this, but give me each your next four. Well, for, okay. For me, the first one that I'm, I'm going to say, and I, I think you'll agree with me is Willie. Willie's gotta be the next one to go in, I think, because we want him to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, if he's if we have our own ring of honor and we want these guys to go to the Hall of Fame, then they should be in our ring of honor at least first.
2: Yeah. I yeah, I'm totally on board with that. We can agree with that one.
1: Then that that gets a little it gets a little tricky then because that's how there's so many guys, you know, because I mean I put Dave Lapham up there pretty, pretty far because of his 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 whole career from being on the first Super Bowl team. And, and to his broadcasting career to be be, be Mr. Bengal
2: you know mm-hmm. but then
1: you also have Chad who i think had a, a really good career but it, it was it was short you know it, it could have been it could have been longer but it's still it's still You know
2: what I don't take that as a measuring stick okay the length of time spent with us or the length of the career as a whole i think sometimes especially in a sport like the NFL, where I think, what, is the average career like three to five years or whatnot in yeah. NFL as a pro? I, I don't think that's a fair measurement. Right, I think right. it's more impact. Yeah. And so I, I think it's hard to argue that many players have had a certain amount of impact as Chad. But honestly, before that, I got to go with Boomer. I got to put mm-hmm. Boomer way high up there. Yeah. I mean, he led an incredible team. We went on some really great runs with him. Um, And then just his contribution overall to the Bengals and then beyond in his career now. He's such a great representative of it. I love his swagger. Always did his attitude to the game. I I like it too. He he likes the
1: Jack by Joey stuff. He wears it on a show now too.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool. Another one I always think that I don't want people to forget about him is Isaac Curtis, the original 85, the Ice Man. The original Ice Man. Because they actually literally changed the rule in NFL because of Isaac Curtis.
0: Yeah. And to
1: me, that, that's where, and I, I, he's one that I don't want people to forget. Yeah. we had so many good wide receivers. and so many of them were 85. Now we have T Higgins, which I mean, T's going to switch to five now, but you know, it's, there's been so many different 85s. So that's why I don't want to, I don't want uh, Isaac to be forgotten.
2: I think that's a great point. And again, if you're measuring based on impact, I mean, it's hard to argue that. You know, especially for his position, that that he shouldn't be in there. Tops, mm-hmm. love it.
1: Now, Bengal Brown here is talking about uh, um Bengals. Bengal Brown is talking about. I think Willie. He said if if it, uh, if a player or dom- Oh no, I mean the Ring of Honor. I'll put it that way. Sorry. T- talk about the Ring of Honor. He said if a player dominates for five to six years, he should be eligible for the Hall of Fame. In his opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can look at it this way. Um, uh, uh if I can remember his name now. The running back for the Denver Broncos to help John L.A. win the back-to-back. Terrell Davis, Terrell Davis, he got in the Hall of Fame, and he only had I think a five or six-year career. So he, that was one of the things with him, is he it was more of qu- uh, quality instead of quantity. Yeah. He had a longer a, a career. He got he got two in- knee injuries. So I, I I agree with what what you said, with what uh, Bagel Brown here says too.
2: Yeah, I love. Crip uh, just brought up Crumry.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, like yeah, Chris, you got Kermit's awesome. got to be one of the guys, but I mean, he's see, that's the thing, is though, it's like, like all right, we got our first, the first four to me were easy. You know, you knew yeah. the two guys are in the hall of fame were going to be in, and then the yeah. two guys that should be in the hall of fame, the two Kens, were, were next. The next four to me, and then I should say the first five are easy because Willie's easy for me. Willie should be in because I think he's the second best offensive lineman we've ever had in Bengal history. Yeah, after that, that's where it's kind of like there's so many guys. You know, it, it, it's it's that's where it's gonna be. Fun. That's what's gonna get really fun to yeah. debate and talk about this of who you think. And Cromery is up there, but he's also kind of like one of those guys. Like, is he up there in the top ten, or is he is he like top fifteen? You know, is he yeah. down lower? Because like I said, I hold Isaac Curtis pretty high, and also you, you still got uh, Lamar Parrish. I mean, the guys in the seventies. That's the thing. You can't forget these guys. No, they, we're trying to try not. That, that's one of the thing about having this ring of honor and have in this hall of fame that I hope I have is to not forget these guys. Cause we did have some good players in the seventies. We just didn't get the praise because they couldn't make the playoffs because the freaking squealers were making the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. So I, yeah, there's like, a lot
2: of old school stuff to go back in the archives too. And stuff like you got your Jeff Blakes of the world and stuff that nobody ever yeah, talks about. Right. But I think for me, I'd be happy with Willie for sure. And then there's a pool of guys that, right. I'd be happy with, but for m- my personal excitement levels, I think a Willie Boomer, uh ring of honor edition next year would get me excited. That'd be
1: cool. Uh, Dale's got another I'm right.
2: So, yes, yeah, yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And really
1: Sam, cause I mean, that Sam. The, and one thing that kills me about Sam is, is he, he doesn't get the credit for the no huddle offense. That I, I think he deserves it. The, the mm-hmm. Buffalo bills get more of the credit for that as the, the K gun everything. Well, they got it. <laughs> from the Bengals the year yeah. after they started faking injuries in 88 to, to, to keep us from, from doing the no huddle that next year. They're like, Oh, we're going to do, we're going to call it the K gun. And then we're going to, then we're going to go to the four straight Super Bowl. So, I mean, I mean, it's, it worked for him. That's cool. But I just, I, I just wish that Sam would get more of the credit for that than I think he, than he does. He, I, it's mostly, you know, the no huddle offense you talk about, the Buffalo Bills, unfortunately. But, yeah, Sam White should be a definitely a good one, too.
2: A fantastic point. You know, you should do an episode dedicated to just running down the list of Bengals, like Cincinnati's contributions to the NFL. I think between that, what you yeah. just mentioned, and then um, when you were talking about um, Isaac earlier, Curtis, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a long laundry list of Paul's contributions. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: those are, those are three ones right there. Good. They, they, they all changed the game. Yeah. changed we, the game, and Isaac all changed. Those three guys. So right there, that tells you they should. Be, <laughs> they changed the game. They yeah. should be in.
2: Yeah, game changers. Uh, the natural get out of here with the Marvin Lewis so far. Well, here's the thing. I love Marvin, and he, Marvin was great for us for a long time. He definitely – we were trash. I mean, we were so – Yeah,
1: before he got the, here, yes
2: gutter he got it he saved us from the gutter so i will never speak bad about marvin lewis i love and adore marvin lewis and eventually one day but we have too many like game-changing high-impact people
1: that there's a spot for marvin for sure because like i said i will will always be indebted to him for getting us out of what they call the lost decade because it was it was horrible i mean we
2: were embarrassing
1: oh i'm gonna get oh it was i i i remember people are like, you're still a Bengals fan? I'm like, yeah. I'm like why? I'm like, cause I'm from Cincinnati. It's my team. I don't, I don't change. They're like, but it would just be kind of like bang your head against the wall. I was like, how can we not get any better? Like, like I remember, remember the big daddy Wilkinson, we were, we were drafted him. Number one, he was going to fix everything. Well, that didn't work. And then, then we had shake and Blake and we Carl Pickens and oh, he needs a running back. And then we went and traded up. They actually traded up in 1995. Got Kajada Carter. First damn play out, out uh, in in a training camp or not, I mean in the uh, preseason rips his knee. I'm like, only the Bengals. That's that's what stuff so like that would it would only be the Bengals. that we that would happen him. to. warner has got us out of that.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We I, owe him. We owe him a ton. Him eventually, but my list before him is way too long to even start talking about. Yeah, wow. that, that's where I, I always go back. Like I said, for that's me. All, that's all I mean. No shade, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, no, no. That's
1: right. I always need to go back to where to the guys farther. Because, like, if we don't get I, Isaac Curtis in there, if we don't get Lamar Parish in there, if we don't get Corey Bacon, we don't get these guys in there now, I don't know if we'll ever get them in. You know what I'm saying?
0: Because mm-hmm. the
1: farther we get away, we're already far enough away. We're talking, you know, 40 years ago in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we're talking we're talking a while ago that these guys played. And we wait much longer, like Ken Riley got in, but Ken Riley didn't get to see it. Unfortunately, he, uh, you know, passed away. I really don't want that to happen to these these other guys that should be in. So that's where I'm like, Willie should be next. And then I think it's got to be some of the, the, the older guys, you know, like I said, Parrish, Cory Bacon, Isaac Curtis, you know, guys like that. There, there's Those are ones that I think, I mean, I think you put Max Montoya in there too as well. He's another, I, I would think Max would be the, Am my in my book the third best offensive lineman in Bengals history? You got Willie, or excuse me, you got Anthony Munoz, then you got Willie, then it's Max as far as offense linemen. and then
2: Whitworth, yeah,
1: yeah, then Whit, then Whit. yeah, Whit, Whit, yeah,
2: you don't want to forget to wait? I'm waiting on him for a little bit just because he just retired, like, and, and, and,
1: and he just beat us, so it, we, he can wait,
2: <laughs> yeah, <see> that guy,
1: <laughs> even though it was the Bengals' fault that uh, you know, he uh. He ended up leaving. Yeah, it. yeah,
2: I can't. I still can't talk about it. I really oh can't. My I god. It. I just, oh my Let us not do that.
1: Oh, I just, I still, I still, Whitney, I still remember, and I, and I love my Bengals. And I still remember that that off season we let Whitworth go, we let Zara go, we let Sanu go, we let Marvin Jones go golden.
2: Why? I'm like, we didn't sign any I'm of like, them. I know, like shades of Cincinnati Reds this year. Huh? Oh god, you said we we're talking about the Reds. <laughs> oh my god sorry oh my god
1: we're the reds, about the reds you're um, right let's well, not do that either that's, well, we'll kill, real quick what we'll kills about the reds no <laughs> bob castity came out and, and had this had this whole interview hold this whole interview set up with 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 tommy thrall how oh, we're, we're playing we're trying to win we're trying to bull crap you're not trying to win look at what the Bengals did the Bengals are trying to win that's how you try to win not trade your freaking best anyway I'm good. How are you?
2: Okay. Take a blood pressure pill and let's move on. Screw those guys. Exactly. Right Just relax. It's all your fault. You brought them up. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, the parallel was right there. You put oh, it right in the lap. Sorry. But like I
1: said, uh, the Bengals, uh, Zach is getting ready, getting back to uh, to work here. May 2nd is when they're going to start their off stuff. And this is one thing. Now, do you remember last year when Zach got kinds of crap for, for cutting the OTAs short? Because everybody showed up, and then he cut it like a week short. And everybody's was like, oh, my God, Zach's giving them rest. What are you doing? Like, okay, again, that's why I try to preface it. Zach is a pretty smart smart coach. He gave them rest. We were one of the healthiest teams throughout the whole season this year. Now, we just went through the longest season in NFL history. So, we're getting started later than everybody else. But we also just got done playing less than, what, two less than two months ago. So after I'm like, it, I think it's it's smart that he's letting them rest. And it just goes to the fact that he can tr- trust these guys to do their job, to do their work, to have their bodies in, sh- in shape and ready to go.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that something that nobody really gives Zach credit for is I think he's got a high emotional IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he knows his players really well. I feel like it's obvious, and this is something I've talked about a lot because it's one of my favorite things, but – um the way he has drafted players and the players he's identified off of free agency and all that, it is very clear that character and work ethic and leadership and maturity are huge factors in who they decide to bring onto the team. And so when you do that, when you put that work in and identify and make that such a huge priority, as much as your physical skills and physical gifts and play on the field that's the reward eventually is that you don't have to babysit these guys. You don't have divas on the team. You don't have slackers on the team, all of that. So you're able to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to play this smart, (laughs) give these guys an extra week. We have the longest season in the NFL or just like last year, we're going to, you get that extra week after OTAs. That's fine. We've earned that right. We've got a good team
1: exactly i yeah. zach has said that from when he's got here it's characters that he the right guy, characters the right guys he wants in the building you know yeah. he said that from the get-go yeah. let's, i mean let's go to the let's go to the draft a couple of years ago you know when we and we, the first three rounds you had jack by burrow T Higgins Logan wilson three pillars of your team that made a, a, a super Bowl run if it wasn't for those those three you know obviously of course jack by burrow but I mean, even Logan Wilson had a great year he and he is a,
2: a great character player. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know he can. That I was remember. the draft, Jeff. If you remember, that was the draft where every single person, literally, mm-hmm. that we drafted besides T. Higgins was either a coach's kid or a team captain. Yep. yep. So if you didn't already realize what Zach was trying to do and what the ethos was there in the or the mentality, it was he beat you over the head with it. And made it as clear and obvious as he possibly could during that draft. Every single player, coach's kid, or team captain. Exactly. Um, besides T. And so yeah, I think I think that's probably one of the things I love most about Zach is just the priority that he puts on the intangibles like that. You know, what kind of dude you got in the locker room? Because that builds trust. Exactly. You, you yeah, know that's
1: that's the that's the one issue. Well, I'll say one. that's one of the issues I, I had with with Marvin Lewis and the guys that, that he would bring in, you know. Mm-hmm. We had guys, especially at the beginning when we first had to run, we had, you know, Pac-Man got in trouble. Chris Henry, God love Chris Henry, you know, rest space Chris Henry, he got to sell his life together before he passed away, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But they always got in trouble and, and we had other guys and we would always have meltdowns in the playoffs. And we didn't, you know, we didn't have that. I mean, That's where this is why you can go into Tennessee and you can go into Kansas City and be down and come back and win both games. Because you have guys who and and they've done that.
2: Yeah, it's beyond just if you get in trouble off the field. I'm all for giving people second shots. I actually, you know, I championed that a little bit during the Marvin Lewis era era. I I appreciated you know, that they didn't write someone off based on that kind of thing. But at the same time, what was the real problem was the discipline on the field and probably in practice for some of those guys, but definitely on the field. I mean, we got in penalty trouble all the time. Mm -hmm. It lost us games. Mm -hmm. It lost us one game that I do not speak of anymore. Uh,
1: I know what you're talking about.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, it's nice having um, just the level of maturity and football IQ. Mm-hmm. that we have on the field right now. And to go from where we were to the least penalized team in the NFL. I mean, that's, that's huge. And that speaks volumes for, for what he's doing there. So
1: exactly. Hell well, yeah. uh, today there, there was a trade in the NFL, the The Rams or not the Rams, the uh, the uh, saints and the uh, Eagles traded draft picks or whatever. And I tweeted something out and I said, uh, you know, it, the saints, I think, made this trade so they can move up to try to replace their left tackle. They lost Armstead. He went to um, the Miami Dolphins. And I just said, I'm glad the Bengals fixed their offensive line problems. The biggest problem I had in free agency, they don't have to make trades like this. And and somebody came at me and goes, well, well, you make trades like this to win the Super Bowl. I was going, no, you, you make trades like this because you have to replace somebody. The yeah. Bengals did all that in free agency. Fi- the one problem that the Bengals had was the offensive line, and they fixed it. How you w- – that if you want to win one Super Bowl, yeah, you make trades like this. Like like the Rams – I think the Rams – I think they're only going to win one. We'll see. But the Bengals are set up to win multiple Super Bowls, I think. And especially with this draft coming up, they can draft for depth pieces. We like we said in this the show, we can draft yeah. the best player available. And that is yeah. – that just helps you out depth-wise because, unfortunately – the Bengals aren't going to be able to keep everybody. That's just, nice. just not the cards. So drafting for depth now ensures us to be, to improve upon a Super Bowl continuing team that we already have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, what you're seeing too, especially since Tampa Bay did it two years ago, are these teams and I don't fault them because honestly, you can't take a single thing for granted in the NFL and things change on a dime and everybody's competitive, but um you saw like a team, like do a a short sell is what I consider it. Like where you spend all the money, you sell the farm to get talent right now, you know, you're probably not going to keep them beyond one year, you know, um, all of that, but you'd sell everything to just try to get there this year. I think uh, Tampa Bay did that two years ago to great success, Um, build a team around Tom and went to the Super Bowl obvious how that turned out. And then I think the Rams were like, okay, well, this year is our turn. And so they did the same thing. You knew that that wasn't built to last. You knew they weren't starting a dynasty. You knew that, um, you know, this was just for right now, not for building something for the future, but you can't, I don't fault them for that at all. I mean, it got them a super bowl. Good for them. I think we're looking at it from a slightly different lens where we're trying to build something somewhat sustainable and change things from like a really deep place instead of surface level for right now um, with some staying power and we'll see how that pans out for us. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. I am impressed that they still had enough aggressiveness and worried about right now enough to make the moves that they did in free agency, because that tells me it's not just about the long-term. It, they also are serious about, you know, going back there again this year. So
1: yeah. and back, 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 what more can you ask for? Right. That's what, that's what Katie's you talk about having the uh, facility because she goes, we plan on practicing long into February. <laughs> so that, that that's, and that's the thing too, is, is the Bengals are doing both. You know, they, they fixed the, the biggest problem is the, which I am. I don't know about you, Witt. I was ecstatic when I found out that they got three. I didn't, I was hoping we get three offensive linemen, but I wasn't sure if we were going to, I, I thought we'd get two, but I, I am like, wow, oh, we got three. And we got three really good ones. So they completely, they completely blew out, blew it out of the water. You know, the problem, they fixed it. There's no, I mean.
2: They went from the middle of the line to the right side and upgraded everything. And if you look at the PFF numbers from last year, it is clear as day that's exactly what needed to happen. Yeah. So I mean, and
1: they, and they, and they did it smartly too. All the contracts, none of them are people. You know, none of them are, are, are going to put them in in, in cap jeopardy in a couple of years. You know, yeah. that's that's what happens. in really. Seattle and all these other teams that, that are trading trading away good players because they're they're cap jeopardy. And right now, the Bengals aren't in that or cap hell, whatever you call it. Right Mm -hmm. right now, the Bengals aren't in that. And the way they have their structures or their contracts set up, that's why I keep trying to tell people, like, we are structured to win multiple Super Bowls. Will we? I don't know. But the Bengals front office is doing everything in its power to make it possible for for Zach and these guys to be able to do it.
2: Yeah. It's an exciting time to be a Bengals fan. That's all I'm saying. And so now I'm wondering, when are we going to get Jesse Bates done? Um, I I got a question this
1: one. All right. I got one for you, Jesse Bates. Now, this is, uh, I'm not going to take credit for this, but this is what Blake Jewell brought up to me. Okay. And I hate it. But, and that, I'll preface this this way. First of all, I think his agent is screwing, is what I think. So,
2: okay. Yep. That's where I'm at too. But go ahead. Go ahead. All right,
1: so, with that being said, if Jesse Bates is insistent on doing whatever his agent says, not this year, but next year, do you, and he still doesn't, they still can't get him signed. I could see the Bengals trading him mm-hmm. and trying to get picks or getting somebody else for him and not just letting him walk. Cause they can franchise him two years. Mm-hmm. And if they franchise me again next year, I don't, I don't think the franchise tag him. I think or they might tag him and in him. is what I think they'll do if they can't sign him. And for all intents and purposes right now, that's the way it might be looking. And that's where I'm like, Jesse, dude, you came out and you said, you don't have to be the highest paid safety. What? what do you want? Is that, is it more money or do you want to find out what's going to happen with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, D Higgins and what we got here? Cause what we have here, this talent doesn't come around a lot. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I won't go into depth about this. I just, I know that I would like to keep him. I think he is, um, just hella great in the locker room. I think he's a leader back there for being so young. Um, I like his youth and the fact that he's as talented as he is right now. And so that's something that you can build around for years to come. Um, So I hope we get it done. I do think the reputation of that agent is I get the highest paid contracts and I blow stuff out of the water. And so um, I am short. <clears throat> that he has made Jesse very aware. If this doesn't work out, if they're not willing to sign, there's other teams that will pay a top dollar. So I, I don't I feel crazy optimistic about it. I do hope they get something done. Okay. I would like to see him in stripes for several years and be a part of this core team that we're putting together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, but that, that as
2: far is, as like off-season moves is concerned, I don't think it'll happen this year, but it, in my dream scenario, we would get something ironed out with him. Right.
1: Right now, the other scary thing is the same agent is T. Higgins' agent, too. I don't like that. (laughs) I mean, I I don't that that's what just scares me. I'm like, and that but thing is, though, the Bengals are going to be more willing to pay T. Higgins big money than than they are Jesse Bates, and it's nothing against Jesse Bates. I love Jesse Bates, I do, but but they're going to pay more money for a wide receiver than they are safety. That's just the reality of the situation, and what Jesse Bates has to argue with if it wasn't for him the way he played in the playoffs because he was awesome in the playoffs they wouldn't want to the Super Bowl which I agree with that point mm-hmm. he just didn't perform like that during the regular season and you know the contract was already bothering him so that's where I'm kind of like are you really want to go through the franchise tag this year you know you, mm-hmm. you weren't even franchise tag last year you're gonna go through it this year possibly two years that's what I'm just kind of I don't know I'm just I'm just really surprised that Jesse just had to put his foot down and said, "Let's go sign this thing."
2: Mm-hmm. But we're we're not privy to those conversations, and we don't know how exactly they're going. We're speculating, obviously, but yeah, I can I can see I can see where I mean he's a young guy in the NFL, and he's super talented, and I don't fault him a bit for seeing where the money's at. Um, I know if it were me, I'd rather stay with a really good team and take a couple mil less every year than go to like some. Like the, like, the, like the
1: New York Jets?
2: Yeah. Okay, yeah. But but there's also talented teams that are competitors that would probably be willing to pay him too. A uh, corner is pretty important. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. But that that's the thing I'm that's about crazy. the New York Jets is shot it. CJ, um, who I love.
2: Oh, I love him. I don't fault him. It's fine. Whatever. It I can't long even long talk about long. that either cuz my heart will break. Why do you leave?
1: <laughs> I'm just like I don't get it.
2: Uh, anyway, he got I a little bit more money, and I think it also aligns with probably what I would assume is some of his personal goals after football's done. And it's not like it's his first, second, third year in the league, true. So well, he's got to think, think about long term, too.
1: Well, people say that, but then you got Boomer size who played most of his career since I know I, you Chris I, Collinsworth, who played I, I all his career in Cincinnati. So, yeah. I mean. You know, anyway, I, I just don't get it. I mean, because especially after they went and signed another tight end. So he's not even going to be the number one tight end there. He might be tight end, you know, 1A one, one or whatever. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It's I just I,
1: that one shocked me. But I am happy, though, that the Bengals have basically signed everybody else. The only other one I'd like them to sign is Trey Flowers. i like to get him back. Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't know about you, but I'm happy for Alton Tate. Now he's going to go to Atlanta.
2: I am too. We never used him, and I—he's always been a personal favorite of mine. I—I yeah. I just love his style, and I like his build at the wide receiver position.
1: Well, that he catches everything. <laughs> if it's,
2: yeah, if, if, if if,
1: Yeah, if it's if it's around around him, he, he's going to catch it. So that, that's where I'm happy that he's going to go a place where he has a chance to 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 show what he can do. Because I mean, we've seen what he can do. Yeah. But, you know, but you know, it's when you have Tyler Boyd, you have T. Higgins, you got Jamar Chase.
2: I think the knock on, on Auden always was that he couldn't get separation. So he's always been the King of the contested catch. Like he had little shades of Megatron when he'd go up for a ball and had great hands. and was very, very physical. But part of the reason why he had to have catches like that all the time was because he couldn't get separation. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I think there is probably a little truth to that. Um, but I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he goes out there and kills it. Um, I love the guy. I personally root for him.
1: Yeah, we'll just have to see if he's got a quarterback though. That's that's the one thing to see if Marcus Mariota, if he can revitalize his career, because that's that's the one thing like like with Tyreek Hill leaving Kansas City and going to Miami. And I always preface this with I with, uh, compare it to when uh, TJ Hush Rosada left. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, had a couple great years here in Cincinnati, and then he left and went to Seattle, I think it was. This was before Russell Wilson was there. Yeah, and he didn't have a quarterback. And you never really heard from him again, you know. I mean he went and finished his career they got in Baltimore or something like that, but he still he didn't never had a quarterback to throwing the ball. And that's the thing with Miami. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they Tyreek Hill. I said, All right, he got all this money. Cool. You got two are throwing you the ball. You had Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball.
2: I think I think uh Chiefs are gonna really regret that move. And I think Tyreek is gonna probably regret that move. It's I don't know. That was that was a surprising one. Um I want to know if anybody has a direct line to Tyler Boyd to see what it is that we have to do to get him to drop the 8 off his jersey and just be number 3.
1: So yes. that we can have the
2: 513 gang at least for a few seasons cuz that, that would, would be awesome. I,
1: I would love that. I I said well the thing is from what I understand if he were to do it he probably won't be able to do it this year cuz they have to sell yeah, all their jerseys out of
2: huh. I'll buy a couple.
1: <laughs> but that would be cool though. I mean, I, I've said that since I found out team was gonna be five. Like, oh dude, that'd be so awesome. The five on three boys. But yes. We'll
2: see. I mean, come on, that'd be iconic. Everybody know. talked about it for years. I'm maybe selling jerseys from years later, because people that uh go in groups of three to the games and stuff, that you know that they're all picking like who wears which one and they're all standing together and getting picks like. Yeah, let's do it. So, someone, whoever's got the Tyler Boyd hookup, start working on him.
1: Exactly. The Tweet out Tigers talk. Uh, Whitney, per Whitney. Per. Whitney. Make an Come on, Tyler. Exactly. All right. Natty says you gotta uh, stop the uh, the Tua a slander. He's pretty good. I, I is he? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they've they've completely found out. But if he was. So good. I don't think they would have been trying to trade for Deshaun Watson or whoever they've been trying to do to trade the last couple of years. So
2: I think the jury's still out. So yeah. I hear what you're saying, dude. But
1: I mean, he was good in college. I mean, I've seen well, he might be good. I, you know, I, I'm just saying they haven't, you know, I mean, put it this way he's got the offensive line out. He's got a weapon. It's either put up a shut, shut up time this year for, for Tua. So they will find out. Yeah. And that, that
2: new head coach is like apparently in love with him and wants to like, But, you know, he's not coming in. I know Tua's had a rough go the first couple seasons. I get it. Mm -hmm. He did not come into ideal circumstances, but now he's got a head coach that's not going to be indecisive about whether he starts or not. He's fully said, okay, it's Tua's season. So, no pressure. Actually, all the pressure in the world, Tua, this is your year. You either make it happen or you're relegated to that terrible spot that you can be like Carson Wentz is where you're drafted high. Like everybody's got all their hopes and dreams pinned up on you. And then you're a dud. And so um, this is his year (laughs) to establish he is not a dud.
1: Oh, he's got to. Yeah, exactly. Now he says, uh, I've watched plenty of Dalvin games. He has suffered. From an O line, but I agree he has to prove it. Yeah, and this and that's and that that's things yeah. they are giving him the opportunity. Uh, Joe Burrow
2: to- didn't have much of an O line either. Ask anybody, and he still made it happen. So what? Well, yeah,
1: yeah. We, we know we know Jack by Joey Burrow built a little different though. We, we we know that you know we kind of got a special guy.
2: hmm A little bit,
1: just a little bit. That's what's cool. Like I said, that's why everybody's so behind the Bengals. Like you said, we're, we, it's kind of cool that. We we were getting new Bengal fans. I mean, uh, like, as you know, I was down in, in your state down there a couple weeks ago. And I was I wore Bengals every day. I, I all I brought was Bengal stuff down there, and I had people come up to me. and They were giving me hugs. Oh, we were so close. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we, we were. You been? A, I was rooting for you guys. Like, oh, cool. Like, thanks for giving hugs. I'm like, yeah, no. Like, oh, that, that ref, I was a terrible. They did call a flag the whole game, and then they call it on Logan Wilson. I'm like, um, uh, yeah, I know. I'm with you too. And, but it was cool, like, because the year before that when I was down there and I'm wearing my Joe Burrow jersey, people are going, Bengals? Why are you wearing the Bengals? Yeah. Funny what it is. Yeah, year they know.
2: Yeah, this is the year that we made everybody know. Like, uh, yeah, the secret is out. We're fun. We're fun to <laughs> watch. We're, we're, we're fun. Competitive.
1: Exactly, exactly.
2: Yeah, then- lots of new fans. And you know what? Bring them one and all. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to have every single one of them. The more right. the Bengals
1: I'm cool with that because some people are like, oh, if you weren't, you know, fans before, you should be fans out
2: there. What that? It's the dumbest thing I ever heard.
1: Yeah. I mean, come on. We'll take more fans. I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. You know, no. come on, jump on board. We're having a lot of fun. We're going to go win a couple Super Bowls.
2: Yeah. Every fan of us is one less fan for the Steelers. And so that is personally how I like it. Um, yeah. Also, favorite. I think one of my favorite storylines of this offseason so far is the whole Baker Mayfield Um <laughs> Hilariousness, nobody wants them. It's gonna be at home with Baker Mayfield for real. If
1: somebody does stuff of a take, it. oh my god, one of the funniest uh things on Twitter I saw, I don't know who made it, but you know, the uh commercial where Baker's showing the guy around the state his house and has the keys, yeah, you know, at home put, with
2: Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. They, they put they put Deshaun Watts's face on, on that guy, on that kid, going he's handing him the keys, going, yeah, dude, you're gone, and ba- Baker Mayfield. He 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 did it to himself. Like before, Deshaun Watson even was a thing. I mean, that, that, before he actually became a Brown, he was like, oh, you, sh- you guys should trade me." I was like, "It's not like you're you've had an awesome year. That people are going to be clamoring to get you." Deshaun yeah. Watson, yes, what he did off the field is, is horrible. I'm I'm, I, I'm glad he's not our on our. I'm glad he's not on our team. I don't have to worry about that. But football wise, he's a hell of a quarterback. Off the field. He's a jerk, you know. I you know I've completely changed my mind on what a pro, type of person I think he is. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to worry about that. Baker Mayfield, he could be the nicest person in the world, but it's football. If you stink, they're not going to trade for you, and nobody nobody wanted him, and he took a shot. And I don't know what the Browns are going to do now. They might have to give him away.
2: I know. I love it. I love that nobody wants him. I think that. Um you know how we were talking earlier in the show about the caliber of people that the players that this particular coaching staff in front office is dialed in on. And it's a lot of emotional maturity, a lot of football IQ, a lot of leadership and integrity and all that kind of stuff. Right. Baker is like the opposite of that. I mean, a lot of it. So he's shown flashes of like physical gifts at the quarterback level, but he's also shown that, um, some crazy stuff like um, very poor in game decision-making and crazy passes, wild passes and all that. But what he's mostly shown is that he can't unite a locker room. Guys don't seem to rally around him and he doesn't have the emotional maturity to be a real leader for a team. I mean, the way he's handled everything, like, I don't know who's in his ear or what the deal is, but it's clear The Baker Mayfield came into the league thinking that like Baker Mayfield was a gift to the NFL. Well, guess what sport you have to prove yourself when you make it to the bigs, and he has not done that. And so he pouts when he has a good game. Have you ever noticed that it comes after like there's a major controversy and everybody's dogging him for a week, and he gets all his panties in a bunch, and he gets all mad, and he comes out and has one of those huge games like he's done against us, where he does great because he's on some revenge thing. Well, you you don't get to have that every week if that's what it takes for you to play at any kind of decent level your career is short and no one cares about you like he he literally needs controversy surrounding him and people telling him he sucks for him to play well exactly. so i think um i think he's a he's a product like his current situation is a product of his own doing um so yeah i i think it'll be interesting to see where he Ends up, you yeah, know, I, I is he know. gonna is he gonna start, Jeff? Is he gonna start week one on any team?
1: I don't know. That's that's what I'm wondering. I mean, is is he? I don't think he's gonna get completely cut because it'd be too big of a, of a cap hit for the Browns. I think he's 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 gonna be somewhere. But I, my question is is, is he yeah, sure.
2: he starting week one?
1: Is yeah, that's that's a better way. I, I don't I, right now. I, I see no. I mean, yeah. who, what team? I mean, the teams that I think would want him are interested. Like Seattle doesn't have a quarterback. Um, that's the first one that comes to mind. Like uh, you go with New Orleans, but they got Jameis Wilson, you know. Mark yeah, Sparrow has been a, a backup for last year's Atlanta went with him. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's been opportunities, none of them have won a Baker. So that's where I'm like, you know, I heard some crazy talk about him going to the Squealers, which I would absolutely freaking love. I would so awesome he you go to Squealers we kick his ass there. But I don't I don't think so. And Michael Matson here says Yeah, they got their Detroit, guy. Yeah. But I, I don't see him going, I don't see him. Detroit trading for him. Mm-mm. I
2: think Detroit they're trading. not going to go Baker over Golf.
1: No, yeah, Goff, yeah, I mean, I think Golf, and they I think they got Golf, and they, I think they might draft a quarterback, yeah, and put it behind Golf and see if yep. they can develop one because Golf yep. still is, is a young guy. It's not like he's an old veteran. You know, he he could be.
2: Yeah, you know, he's also just guy. though a victim of that. Like he's kind of shown where his ceiling is, and I right. don't think it's enough for most teams. So right, right. they'll move on. But I don't think they're move. Like, why would you trade? At least they know Goff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least they've got Goff's buy-in. At least they know what his capabilities are. Why would you trade that out for some unknown guy who's got just as much or more problems?
1: Right. right. And <laughs> like, they got a mouth that won't you're shut trading up.
2: Trading for a superstar, or you're drafting and developing. That's it. Like that's your only choices. Baker Mayfield's not a choice. Right.
1: To yeah. Pause here once. So, how long do you think Watson will be suspended for?
2: I don't know. Wow. I don't care. I hope forever. I don't. I don't yeah. know. <laughs>
1: I'm saying, I mean, first
2: guess, well I, well, I don't know.
1: I'd say six games, but if you look at it this way, um, I can't remember the guy's name. He got suspended for a whole year for betting on his team to win. Yeah. So if you're going you're gonna to suspend a guy for betting on his own team to win for an entire year, and you're not going to at least do that for a guy who has 22 uh, women accusing him of, of, of sexual assault, and you're not going to at least, at least suspend him for a year now, you can sit there and say, well, the Texans, he already has been suspended for a year, but that wasn't by the NFL. That was by the Houston Texans. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, Maddie's interesting eight games. I, I don't think it's going to be a whole year. That's just my own gut feeling. But to me, it's kind of like, if it's not at least that, then how's this guy who bet on his own team to win, how's he get suspended for a whole freaking year? Well, Lamar Jackson, or I mean, uh, excuse me, not Lamar Jackson, sorry. Uh, Sean Watson isn't.
2: Yeah. You know, so... I won't go into depth about this either, but I will say I do understand there is a difference when um, someone's not been proven guilty that like they're not going to the NFL is not going to act outside the law. They're not That's going to uh, suspend someone just off of the impression that 22. people have or the 22. general Something acceptance. Happened. It's 22. Something happened. It's 22. I know. I I, well, 22. yeah. And there's there wasn't there another one that came out like just a week, week and a half ago. Um, but anyway, regardless of what common sense tells you is probably going on, um, NFL's not going to act off of that. And I actually appreciate them for that because it is you're innocent until proven guilty. That said, what I think is crazy is the contract, uh, that the Browns put together. You don't know if he's even going to be able to play this year or how many games he's going to be able to play. He sat out all of last year. Um, I don't care what you say. He's a, extremely gifted, but it's not like he's been to a Super Bowl. How in the hell they decided that they were going to give him a contract, the blue Aaron Rodgers contract out of the water. And don't even get me started on Aaron. I don't want to go into all his, he jumped the shark two seasons ago. I get it. But like, he's still a like a quarterback or a, a Super Bowl quarterback who's elite of the elite. And so how are you going to blow his contract out of the water? for the Browns the are absolutely desperate. There a reason the rest of the NFL teams are so mad at the Browns right now for that contract. Like you know, you just screwed the entire quarterback. Oh, just just market go, for everybody, just, and just it's already go. the toughest market to pay. So thank you. Right, like Browns are idiots.
1: Just go with the, with the Bengals here in two years. We got Joe Burrow. I'm you're giving Sean Watson this full, first ever fully guaranteed contract. I yeah. mean, that alone right there is, is unbelievable. I mean, yeah. and the thing that kills me is, <laughs> and this is where I'm kind of like, we're not stupid, all right. When Deshaun Watson come out and said, "Well, I, I'm a, I didn't come to Cleveland because of the money." Bull yeah, crap! Man. Of course you did. Absolutely, you—you <laughs> you weren't going to go to Cleveland. You were going to go to Atlanta.
2: Who's you moving know? to Cleveland without getting paid? Right. Exactly. It's <laughs> Cleveland. <general>. outside NFL. <laughs> right. I mean,
1: come on. So, I mean, right. it just kind of when they say stuff like that, it's like, do you really think we're that dumb? Of course you were. Hell, I would have went there. Yeah. To yeah. Played for Cleveland for that much money. I mean, come on. Anybody would have.
2: I mean, I would have thrown the games, but I would have done.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah, oh, it you know. something on my hand? I'm not sure what I have a coach star. Right, right. But yeah, just that, that, that just cracks me up. And the thing is, though, it's like what I think is funny is I did, a, I did a a video earlier today about the the odds for the the Super Bowl odds, and they have the Browns ahead of the Bengals as far as Super Bowl winning the Super Bowl, which I'm like,
2: Yep, really? somebody was high. Who wrote that? I mean, that's that's. Well, I'm like, you don't even know how if Deshaun,
1: how many games Deshaun Watson's gonna play. I don't understand how a team who went to the Super Bowl improved the biggest problem they had, and I think on this list I looked at, they got like thirteenth as far as the teams to go to the Super Bowl and win. It was plus uh twenty two, which is ridiculous. I'm like, I understand it's hard. I'm not saying I, the, it. I mean the thing have a shot to do it and it's really hard to go back after you lose. I understand. Absolutely. Right?
2: But It absolutely is. And that's something that I feel like a lot of fans aren't um, maybe like coming to grips with yet. Um, people are going to play us different next season. So it's not just about we have to address our own internal needs, like what we needed, like upgrading the O-line and all that. And thank God we did um, and things. But like we have to go twice as hard next year because people are going to. Freaking play is different. They're going to come play the Bengals. They're going to come ready. And they have a whole full complete season of film on our quarterback, on our wide receivers, on Jamar Chase, on, um, Uh, our defense. They know Lou now because Lou had to play a little bit differently the last two seasons because of all the injuries we had. He had a full roster and got to play his defense the way he wanted to. So people are ready for that. It's kind of like everybody seems to forget the Lamar Jackson thing, right? So Lamar Jackson comes out his first season, which was an incomplete season. He was at the tail end, looked like shit um, because the offense wasn't set up for him, right? right? And then he comes back year two and blows everybody's face is off because they built the offense around him. They were ready. It was Jamar or Jamar's time or Lamar's time. And, and then he's on the cover of Madden, right? Like he's, he's insane. Then the next year comes and well, not, I mean, still super competitive, but it wasn't quite the same story because they had a year of film on the dude. Right. They had a year of film on what that complete Ravens roster looks like and how they play. And they took him a lot more seriously. That's what we're in store for next year. Folks, like people are going to come to play us, they're going to take us serious, and they have a year of film on us that they did not have before. Um, so we have to get a little better than what I think we even realized we have to do.
1: No, I couldn't have said it's it better. We're, we're not going to sneak up on anybody this year. No. Well, you know, last year, nobody was giving us credit for anything. Like, oh, you guys got lucky, you got this, blah blah blah. This year, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to be coming in. We're going to get everybody's best punch, you know, yep. especially in the AFC North. The, the, Squealers say what you want. They got a good defense. They they, they don't well hate their us.
2: coach, but they're well coached, so oh, yeah. they, they come yeah. to play. Yeah,
1: the ratbirds. The rat they they, they we, we beat them twice last year. They're 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 going to be coming after. They're going healthy. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're going to be healthy. So I mean, th- those right there. It's going to be. It's not going to be an easy. It's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to take. Yeah. And that's the thing is, it's going to take even more work. It's going to be even harder. It's the NFL. It never gets. Easy. It
2: only no, gets and more. We have some revenge games on our schedule. Yep. The, you know how bad the Ravens want to murder us? You know mm-hmm. how bad the Steelers want to murder us after last year? You know how bad the Chiefs mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. wait for another shot at us. Like we have right. some revenge games coming too, and we're not used to revenge games.
1: And you're talking about teams that we beat twice last year. Yeah. All those teams we beat twice. Yes. So yeah, they're they're gonna come here so you know, coming for blood us. for us. So yeah, it's like I said, that's one of the reasons that going back to the Super Bowl is so hard because because you're you, got a, not, you
2: got a bullseye on your back.
1: Yes, you're not sneaking up on anybody. No. So, but that's where, to me, it's like the Bengals had to fix the offense. They didn't have a choice. Yeah. They had to fix it well, just to keep Joe Burrow upright, but also to to, to win, <laughs> to to improve. You got to improve, and yeah. and that's what they've done. And that's where I love the shot, the the, the big swing that they're taking at this. They know
2: what they have. You got to. You can't just improve just a tiny bit and expect to end up back in the Super Bowl next year. And come on, AFC, what? Yeah. AFC, what? Uh, We're not yeah. the only team that improved. That's the cool. other factor. Like, there's some other teams that like got crazy serious this past year. You know what team I think is like the scariest right now? Who's that? Going into next season? Just in general of the entire NFL, the entire league. Freaking Chargers. What the hell, Charger? Yes. Oh my god, you have oh, yeah. no cap and didn't tell anybody else about it because <laughs> right. right. Every time I turned around, they did it last season too, but every time I turned around this offseason, it was like another Chargers lands so and so, another huge deal. Like the, oh, their roster their is defense terrifying. is gonna be
1: serious. I mean, yes. they got JC Jackson, they got Khalil Mack, along yes. with uh, Bosa. I mean, it's yes. gonna be unbelievable. Just like Michael Series said, to the AFC – it's gonna be a bloodbath, and I've been calling the AFC the varsity, the a- NFC is the JV.
2: Hundred I mean, percent right now.
1: I mean, AFC, I mean, really, who you got? Yeah. you got? You got, you got, you got, you got you got, you got the Rams. You got the Buccaneers. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like, who else really is out there that that scares you? Those are the only two teams that really scare you. Now, out, out, out the being said, those excuse me, those two are the two last two Super Bowl winners. Yeah, <laughs> but they're still good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they don't have contenders, but in terms of volume of contenders, they don't hold a candle to the AFC. So whoever makes it through in the AFC has earned it because you're going through Mm -hmm. some tough stuff to make it. But yeah, the Chargers, I give them all the respect in the world. Mad props. Like that's a, that's a fan base's wet dream, right? Is that you have (laughs) Wait, wait, do they actually have fans
1: out there? I'm I'm still trying to figure out what, 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 what fans, LA uh, football team they work for. They're
2: kind of like, I think because of Herbert and the excitement of this roster and stuff like that, they're the, they're the type of team too. That's like their fan base is reaching outside of their town. Kind of like how we are right now a little bit. Right. Um, so yeah, they got fans, but I, I mean, I'm a fan of what they've done. I I just find it very scary, but I give them a respect because I mean that's exciting. That that shows like they are not messing around.
1: Well, I'll tell all. you this: this this is the one thing that, that gives me confidence in it in the Bengals. And and as long as I always preface this, they got to stay healthy. Every year you got you got to be healthy. If the Bengals are healthy, I think we got a great shot of going back because we went last year. I know we weren't expected to. But we went into Tennessee. We went into Kansas City, and we beat them with this crappy offensive line. If we had this offensive line in the Super Bowl, I think we beat the Rams by two touchdowns. I yeah. do because in that second half, their offense didn't do anything against us till the end. Yeah, you know, I mean, that they, we had so how many how many drives did we have in that Super Bowl where we went three and out or or or, or six and out. You know, we didn't do anything. You know, mm-hmm. if we had an offensive line that scored one.
2: More freaking touchdown. Again, I can't talk move. about this. You're talking about something. I can't talk about it.
1: <laughs> but that's okay. That I'm just wrap it up. I'll wrap it up this way. This is where I think that the thing was fixed, what they, the biggest problem was last year. And I know everybody else is improved too. But I still don't think they can they keep up with us because we could actually score 40 points a game, average 40, 40 points a game this year with yeah. this offense line.
2: I'll leave you with a little bit of to add on to that. Yeah. why you can be really optimistic as a Bengals fan. We also have the type of guys on that roster that do not get complacent. Their work ethic is off the charts. I don't see a world where Joe Burrow doesn't come back and have some element of his game improve. He's going to get better every year that he plays in the league, probably. Um, Jamar Chase, that was his rookie season. We just witnessed people. <laughs> right? R- rookie right um there's no world in my mind where he doesn't come back improved and how do you improve on that performance (laughs) last year uh t higgins is going to continue to get better tyler boyd is going to stay that steady eddie guy that you can mr dependable i think joe mixon has a freaking field day next year with that o-line uh we improved our line i just think you look at the logan wilson's and the trey hendrickson's and the dj readers of the world those guys are going to come back improved because that's the kind of men they are. They mm-hmm. go and they put in a little bit of extra work. They work a little harder than everybody else. Their work ethic is outstanding. Um, and they were part of that. Mm-hmm. So you think that they don't have the Super Bowl dead in their sights for this mm-hmm. coming season? Mm-hmm. You know as a football player that you have short windows of opportunities where you get to go to the Super Bowl. There's it. not often that you are on a team where you feel confident that they have the ability to get there. Every guy that is wearing stripes this season knows Without a doubt, that it's up for, for grabs that it is completely dependent on them and the work they put in. So I think if you're a Bengals fan, you're excited. Um, those guys are gonna come back and they're gonna come to play. Um, and they're gonna come back improved. So
1: Exactly. I could oh, not yeah, let's
2: go. I, I let's could go. not
1: have said it any better than that. If you guys want more insight like that, make sure you check out Tigers Talk this Wednesday at eight o'clock. Is that right? Eight o'clock? Yes. And yep. then you can follow Whitney at Bengals Whitney. Yes. She's a great follow. See? We like girls who know football. Whitney knows football. You killed it today, Wit. I appreciate you coming on.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Who day? Who day? All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Wit is awesome. She's so much fun to talk to about the Bengals. She's very passionate about the Bengals. Make sure you go give her a follow. Follow Tiger's talk. Like I said, Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Check them out. They're a great follow, and like I said, they know what they're talking about. You know, we have all these guys that like, oh, go, women don't know what to talk about football. Huh, these girls do. All right, let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of them. They're Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Since I Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country, The Ohio State, Bucknuts, The Ice Bar, and they you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. On Facebook, too, I say that. My Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Treadable. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight, putting on the podcast. Please make sure you give me a five-star re- review. Rate, like, and review on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, like I said, you guys are awesome. My originals were at 1,542 subscribers. That is great. We're rolling to 2,000. Help me get there. By the time the football season rolls around, I would greatly appreciate it. Got a great show. Next two days, we got good berries. We got one Goodberry tomorrow, and then we got another Goodberry on Wednesday. Got to stay tuned to find out which one comes on first. Check us out tomorrow. Other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!
0: In the day, black in the night Ooh, Stripes in our veins, sparks gonna fly Ooh, The beast is awake, orange, black and white Cause when the jungle come alive who day, day. we igniting Stripes, Cincinnati, we gon' rise In, in the jungle, we unite Stripes, dripping orange and black and white Who day, when we fight, live and die In the stripes, boy, cause Go. a beast Every day is a Time to bust it off the leash In the jungle dripping heat Tiger strike the city streets East side stand up, west side stand up If you weapon, who they? Time to put your hands up Dingle stripes, we in it New day, new age, yeah, we get it Cincinnati, jungle fitting Who day in our house, we win it Orange and black and white, we build it Earn our stripes, you know we kill it Bleed our colors, jungle dripping Nasty, nasty Lost in on the rings, Cincinnati sees our queen